What's up, guys? And welcome back to Zachary Reality. I am your host, Zachary Reality. And this is the 24th episode of my podcast. 24, 24. Yes, this is such a special episode because 24 is my lucky number. I was born on June 24th. I am 24 years old, which means I had a killer golden birthday this year. And now we are here with the 24th episode of my podcast. So what a special, special, special episode. And I am so, so excited about today's episode. We have a special guest. We have such a special guest on for today's 24th episode. We have Erica Rose. If you do not know who Erica Rose is. She is the OG, the villain of Bachelor. She is the most iconic Bachelor villain because she's the first person that ever was a Bachelor villain, like as far as the girls. Like way back in the day, she was on season nine, Prince Lorenzo season. And she also was on two seasons of Bachelor Pad. And since I have been watching The Bachelor forever, you guys know how much I love The Bachelor. So I am so excited that we have Erica Rose on today. You guys have to just YouTube her, Google her. She is hilarious. Oh my God. If you guys watched her back in the day, or if you just look up some clips, you guys are going to get a kick out of her. She was so iconic on The Bachelor and you guys are going to love her today on my podcast because she spills the tea. Like this girl, Erica, like she holds nothing back. She really just says it how it is. I was hysterically laughing throughout the entire podcast and interview. She cracks me up. And if you guys are listening, if you listen the whole way through, like she will crack you up. She is so funny. So she called herself a princess on, or she definitely is a princess. She called herself a princess on The Bachelor when she was on years ago. She wore a crown. So she is like the OG queen. Okay. Or she called herself a princess. So maybe not the queen, but I had to ask her about queen Victoria. I had to ask her so many questions about bachelor. She's also a huge housewives fan. So we get into housewives. She talks a lot about her time on Bravo. She's been on below deck sailing yacht, or I think that's coming out soon. She's going to tell you all about it. So you guys are going to have to listen to this interview. It's so good. And I'm so excited about today's episode. So yeah, so we're going to play it in just a couple of minutes with just a couple of updates because Bachelor in Paradise was on this week and it was a pretty boring episode. It was two hours long. I cannot believe next week is going to be three hours. I'm not mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually prepared for it, but it was a pretty boring episode. I don't even remember what happened, but like all I know is Queen Demi is no longer on the beach. So that's kind of like really upsetting, but I'm going to be watching Survivor tonight. It's the premiere of Survivor. So I'm so excited about that. Definitely doing recaps on my TikTok and hope to get a Survivor contestant on my podcast in the next few weeks, especially while the new season of Survivor is airing. Um, I've been watching The Circle. I'm so obsessed with The Circle. It's really heating up. There's like these two alliances, the band and the Viva La something. I'm not even sure, but The Circle is so good. So head over my TikTok because we need to dish on the circle as well. It's so good. And other than that, that Beverly Hills, Salt Lake City. Oh, I got to tell you guys fun and exciting news. If you haven't been following me, I was a part of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City influencer campaign, which is so amazing to be recognized by NBC and Bravo. Um, Basically, we did a partnership where I posted TikToks talking about Salt Lake City. Life has been really good recently. I saw Paris Hilton this week. I met Kathy Hilton this week. I met Garcelle this week, just like all the Beverly Hills housewives, there was like a Hilton takeover at the Abbey, which is like a really popular gay bar in West Hollywood. 
And it was just like so exciting. And I'm like kind of on a high from that right now. Like we just love running into reality stars. Don't we bitches? Um, so life has been really good. I've been super, super busy just trying to get through the heat wave that is Los Angeles because it's been so hot outside and I film a lot for work. So I cannot put my AC on while I am filming because my AC is so loud. So the struggle has been real since I filmed so many hours a day. So I've just been so hot every single day in my apartment working my freaking ass off with all these TikToks and these videos and my hosting job at shared news, but you guys have to check out. I always remind you guys I host at shared news and tomorrow, which is out today or whatever. I'm interviewing a couple people from the circle, which is going to be really, really exciting. So make sure you guys check that out. And I'm really just so excited about Halloween and I'm getting prepared to dress up. So I'm dressing up as some reality stars for Halloween, which is so exciting. So you guys are going to have to let me know also if you guys can just tell me who you want to see me dress up as because I will be dressing up as like a many people. I'm going to like five Halloween parties and I cannot wait. I'm also going to Vegas next weekend with my friends. So that's going to be super, super exciting. And I'll be vlogging that for YouTube. So stay tuned. So there's so much going on. Obviously follow Zachary Reality for all of the updates. But let's get into this podcast interview with the one and only Erica Rose because she is hilarious, guys. And I'll touch base with you guys at the end of the episode. Okay, we are here with TV personality, attorney, the real life Elle Woods, and the OG Bachelor villain. And I hope you don't take that the wrong way. Erica Rose. Hey. Erica, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to our chat. Me too. I've actually been looking forward to our chat for probably like 12 years. Like I literally watched you and I was like, 10 or 11 and fell in love with you on bachelor pad your personality like it was just chef's kiss you really set the tone for like anyone that wanted to have a personality on the bachelor specifically and you obviously have done so much ever since i mean have you ever thought you would be where you are today back then yeah i mean i don't i don't know if i did like i was sometimes worried you know after bachelor pad when I couldn't find anyone on the show, I'd be like, am I ever going to get married? You know, and that kind of thing. So I feel, and I was like, am I ever going to pass my bar exam? So I'm really happy to be, have passed my Texas bar exam, be married with two daughters, you know, having a house, like everything like that. It feels really good. Yeah. I feel like you got everything you ever wanted. I'm really happy that you found love because you yeah. were kind of mistreated or you were yeah. mistreated on the show. And I feel like you yeah. were really made to feel like you were really made to look like nobody would want you on the show, which is so upsetting. And I'm just so happy you found your happily ever after. And I never lost hope that you would Uh pass the bar exam and become this lawyer. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I was lucky that my husband happened to have watched me on Bachelor, which you can't find anywhere the season I was on with um, Prince Lorenzo back in 2006. I wish I could find it because it was funny. But so my husband had seen like one or two episodes of that because he was at like a family friend's house and actually his dad's house and they were playing it. But I was relieved that he had never seen Bachelor Pad and it didn't go on demand until like after we got married. But even then he's like, ah, he knows how like I had some negative times on there. So he's met some of my friends from it, um, from the franchise, like at our wedding, even Prince Lorenzo himself came. So I was like, that's a royalty in our wedding. Um, but he doesn't even want to watch bachelor pad because he knows it's like all the negative stuff. And he's like, I don't even need to see you go through that, you know? So I was, I felt like guys that I had were dating, like in LA when I was single that had seen it. Um, even if they didn't watch it until like after we started dating, then they would like get a negative impression of me. 
So I'm happy that he didn't see it, honestly. And you liked your edit on Prince Lorenzo's season, which was season yeah. nine of The Bachelor. So we're going yeah. way back. I was young. I mean, I was right out of college. I had literally just turned 23, like right before I um, went to the casting. And I was recently single. Like my, besides my husband, my longest relationship was a boyfriend I had um, in my senior year of college. And in the first year after we dated for like several years, you know, and so that was like the most serious breakup I ever went through. And so I was just kind of moping around my parents' house, watching reality TV. And my dad saw the casting in our Houston Chronicle newspaper. And he's like, you know what? You should go do this. Get yourself out of the house and over your breakup. So I went down with like a couple of girlfriends and that's how it all started. And I'm sure they, <laughs> did they just cast you immediately or did you have to like go through an audition um, process? So yeah, it was an audition that there were so many people at that casting. It was at the ABC station here that they had to audition us in groups of like four or five. So I had to make sure to stand out in the group, but I didn't even have my tiara at that first audition, um, even though we knew it was a prince. And so then I got a call back and I definitely wore my tiara to the second edition, audition, like the callback one in Houston. It was just like three days later. And so then I think it took about a month from there before I found out to, that I was coming to LA for like, they have, I think, I don't know exactly how many they do, but around like 50 women or so, maybe less, they fly to LA, you stay in the hotel for the weekend mm-hmm. and you literally um, meet all the producers. Like first you thought you were just doing an interview with one person um, in a room. And then like, I guess Mike Weiss and everyone was listening in the next room. And so I didn't know that. Then afterwards we, they were like, we want you to meet everyone. And their biggest question was just like, you're 23. Um, and Lorenzo at the time was like 34, <laughs> but he's still single. And they were like, are you sure you're ready to settle down? And I said, well, I want to have four kids. So I better get started. Because <laughs> I was more ready to settle down than him because he's still single. He's still yeah. single now? He's still single. Yeah. He was like the bachelor at my what? wedding. I'm like, God, girls, like my single girlfriends, I was, they like missed the boat. But I had set him up with some girlfriends over throughout the years, honestly, because he came to, he lives in Palm Beach now. But we hang out when he lived in New York and we always have just been friends, never romantic. I see him in Aspen sometimes, but um, he likes women that play really hard to get. So he was really into one of my friends. And then, you know, she stopped playing hard to get. and He was like over her. So it's kind of hard to get someone like that. I feel that always wants the chase, you know. I can't believe he hasn't found love yet. He's got to be like close to like 50, right? Yeah, he's almost 50 because I'm 38. And um, definitely wants to have kids. He's told me that, you know, he's like, your kids are so cute. I definitely want to have kids. He's like, maybe I'll do what you did. Um, Because I had my first daughter with uh, my ex before I got married. So he's like, maybe I'll just do that. She came out so beautiful. Um, you know, (laughs) and then like, I, Uh I was joking with my daughter. I'm like, well, I do know a prince. Cause she always says she wants to be a princess. I'm like, I mean, he might still be single by the time you're 18. You never know. Yeah. Do you still call yourself and consider yourself a princess? Now I feel like I'm more of a queen because like my daughters are the princesses and my husband's like the king of the family. So yeah, more of a queen. Cause like princess vibes, I feel like go on like in your twenties, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of people want to know what you think of Queen Victoria. Are you still watching The Bachelor to this day? Yeah, I'm watching. So I'm really into paradise. Um, I always seem to like paradise more than I like the regular seasons, especially because there's people I like on there, like Becca Coverin. I think she's mm-hmm. really pretty. Um, and I like seeing Joe on there again. And I'm happy that he seems like he's finding love with Serena and all that. But um, so I'm really I watched that. I like that Wells is hosting it. Yeah. Um, and everything. So, yeah, I still do watch. And I did see a little bit of Queen Victoria on Matt's season. 
first I was like, why? Is she, like, I thought it was random just because the reason I did the whole princess thing initially was because Lorenzo was a prince. But okay. then my mom, I was watching it one day with my mom at the gym and she was like, well, maybe she's saying Queen Victoria because there was a queen like back in the day in the, in the Victorian era, Queen Victoria. I'm like, she wasn't even that cute, that queen. But then I was like, well, I guess that makes sense. But like everyone I know named Elizabeth, like my mother-in-law doesn't call themselves <laughs> you know, Queen Elizabeth, but sometimes I call her that if she's being like really demanding, I'll be like, oh, it's Queen Elizabeth, you know, <laughs> in a joking way. Um, and it's funny because my husband's name is Charles. So I was like, well, if we have a boy, we have to call him or something. Um, so what did you think of her like on the show being the queen? Do you think maybe she tried um, to like pay tribute to you? I thought so, but she never admitted that. So I don't know. I felt like it was a little bit copying, but I also felt like she was even more of a villain in the sense that like she grabbed the crown off of like the actual beauty pageant girls. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that bitch earned her crown. <laughs> so you didn't. And then I thought I liked her reinvention. Um, I was surprised that no guys were into her because I liked how she like reinvented herself as like a goddess. And mm. she was all into like crystals and all that stuff. I'm into that as well. I definitely like her better as a blonde for sure. Of course, um, blondes always yeah. have more fun. Exactly. I thought she looked good. So I was surprised. I thought she would find someone on Paradise, actually. Yeah, I guess not. Um, Bachelor Paz. So how many years went by before you got cast for that? And like, was it just a no brainer for you to go? Yeah. So like originally they had reached out to me um, to do season one of Bachelor Pad. So I guess that was like 2010. Um, but I was already doing a show on VH1 called You're Cut Off. Oh, yeah. And that was so fun. Um, but VH1 was like, sure, go ahead. They already knew I'd been on The Bachelor, but it was ABC that said we it would be airing at the exact same time, like the same time slot and everything. So they were like, yeah, we'd rather wait to have you next year. You know, so then I and I was friends with I don't know, maybe I would have had a better experience, honestly, I think on that season, because I was really good friends with Natalie Getz and um, our friend Jesse Sinsack used to have he had won like I forget which season, Deanna Pappas' season of The yeah. Bachelor, Bachelorette. And so he used to have these reunions way before Bachelor Pad was even a thing. We all went up to party in Breckenridge. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so I knew like Elizabeth Kitt and this like sleazy guy, Jesse, that hooked up with like everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different Jesse, um, <laughs> Jesse Kovacs. Yeah, but yeah not I was Jesse Palmer. Kip, no, not Jesse Palmer. And I was good friends with Kipton. We had all done like a Napa mm -hmm. trip. So it was like, I was friends with so many guys on that season. So it probably would have been, I don't think I would have won to be honest, but I think it would have been like more organic. Cause I had just taken a vacation with all of them. So, but I don't regret doing my VH1 show. I just, if I would have been able to do both, then I would have been happy with that. Cause I didn't really know a lot of people coming into um, bachelor pad season two. I had met my friend, Casey, Kale and Vianna um, through this mm -hmm. like reunion party they did in New York. And so he was really sweet. He always had my back. And I went to his wedding. We're still friends. And Vienna's came to my to our wedding. We're still friends, you know. And so she's having a baby soon, I think. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So she was a real friend that I made, but we weren't even that good of friends while we were filming, just because I thought Jake was nice, and that was like a big problem with her and Casey. They were like, "You have to hate him," you know. And yeah, I'm like, "Of course, nice to me. Maybe he's. I'm sure he was." Are you still friends with Jake? No, I'm not friends with Jake. I'm still friends with Casey and Vienna. Jake was like very a fake friend to me. Like we were only really friends while we were there. And then I saw him like a couple times after that. I still keep up with Michelle Money sometimes. Love Michelle. Love her. I'm happy for her and her relationship. Yeah. And everything. But how do you yeah, feel? How do you feel you would have done on Bachelor in Paradise if they had that kind of format back in the day? 
I think I would have been better at it because I was so bad at those challenges. Yeah, you were. <laughs> oh my God. They were so hard. Like people don't realize it. I was talking with um, this producer that he's not there anymore. His name's Alon Gell, but now he just mm-hmm. did Fuckboy Island or Fboy Island. Yeah. But he was saying how like those challenges were so crazy and hardcore because they had brought like this consultant on board from Survivor. So like craft the challenges. So they weren't, it was just like random for the bachelor franchise. Cause it's not about like being athletic or and some of those challenges were really freaking hard. Um, so wow. I definitely think, especially now with the diversity on the show um, and bachelor in paradise, I would have for sure done better in the sense that like the guys, when I was on the show, were just all like white for the most part. Um, maybe you like a like- little flavor. Yeah, like I like my husband's at least like Italian and Greek, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like the white guys just wanted girls that were like anorex, like so skinny. Yeah. And that was just not, I'm not like big, but I'm like, they, the guys now seem to like some curves at least. But yeah, then it was like all just a certain type of guy and girl. And so for sure, I think I would have done better now, 100%. Not but I think you did. But I think you did really good on Bachelor Pad because there was strategy and you were so good at like voting people off and making alliances and being that part of the game for sure. So what if they brought that to Bachelor in Paradise? Because it seems like this season, it seems like this season they're voting people off. Brendan and Piper got voted off. You're right. Elena got voted off. Like, what do you think about what kind of changes do you think they could make? Yeah, I feel like they are basically doing that. I feel like if I were um, Chris and Elena, I would have been like, F you guys, y'all aren't. Maybe it's because there is no Chris Harrison to step in and be like, they're allowed to stay. And Wes, that's not really, I mean, Wells, that's not really his role, I guess. Mm -hmm. But if I were them, I would have been like, we're not going to hang out with y'all anyway. We're going to stay on this beach and do us. Like, it's a free vacation. You guys aren't the producers. You didn't cast us. Like, it's it's weird that they let them intimidate them. Who cares if no girls are going to be friends with you? Like, have fun. Because I don't know what's going on with their relationship, but like, that's like the perfect climate for a relationship to work. So yeah, I was surprised by that. So it's almost like they need to add that into paradise, like you were saying, because it's happening organically, interestingly, you know? But don't you think the producers probably told Chris and Elena that it was better for them to leave? Like, don't you think they encouraged them to leave too? I don't know, because like from a production standpoint, I could have seen my, like a producer, if I was one being like, y'all should stay just to cause more drama, you know? Yeah, but now the show's so different and I feel like it's, it's so scripted now like that is and I like everyone it, has to be so politically correct now mm-hmm. I think it should need it needs to bring back some I feel like honestly when Alon left the show on his own and chose to do that honestly I feel like a lot of the drama and the fun things that he brought to it um were like left with him yeah you know, I've noticed really it too so, yeah the past couple of years have changed so much especially now with Chris Harrison leaving what was your reaction to him leaving do you wish that he didn't leave on the way he did were you upset about it I was sad that he left on those type of terms but I can 100% understand why Rachel Lindsay felt how she did and I agree with the way she felt 100% I think he was caught off guard and he was um trying to like serve his role I guess as a producer by defending like the current contestant Rachel but he just didn't think like he was just caught in the moment. Um, but I never observed any type of um, negative behavior from him like that. But like I said, the show wasn't that diverse when I was there. But then again, I also feel like um, it was time for him to step down. And I love the freshness that Tasia and Caitlin bring. But I wish he could have left on his own terms instead of those other terms, you know? Uh, no, 100%. And I think it yeah. just sucks as like a longtime viewer. Like I've been watching the show for like 12 mm-hmm. years. 
to see him go down like that. And now the show feels so up in the air and kind of what you mentioned with Chris and Elena, like just leaving like that, like that wouldn't have happened if Chris was there. This season of Paradise is like a shit show because there's no, I don't really like the whole guest host thing. Like, what do you think of the guest hosts and who do you think should host the next season of The Bachelor? I thought it was super weird. I liked um, David Spade, like when he was there and I thought he was going to stay and then he was gone. And then I had heard that Wells was going to host it, but he's not. He's just kind of like bartending. So I heard some rumblings about possibly Jesse Palmer hosting. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did hear that. You know, and he was The Bachelor like a couple seasons before I was on. I think he would be great. He's handsome. He's been The Bachelor, which I think is a bonus. I think he's hosted some stuff for like ESPN and other things. So I feel like he would be a really good choice. What do you think? I agree with that too. I saw that yesterday. I was like, this makes sense because he's still relevant. He's on that like surfer show. So I think it would make sense. Who has been like your favorite bachelor or bachelorette over the past like few years? Um, The past few years, let me think. I'm thinking. Like JoJo, Um, Becca. I loved, I thought JoJo was so good. Um, I've met her a few times. Well, actually when there was like, we did, um, they did a premiere party Remember that year that they did for Colton season? I think it was, they did like premiere parties all around the country. So I went to the one in Dallas. It was actually at Chris Harrison's bar and Jojo and Caitlin were hosting it. Chris was out at the one in LA, but yeah. it was really sweet. She ran up to me and she was like, you're the OG of the franchise. And you she was, are. I was like, you're so cute. Um, so I thought she was really good. And um, Tasia, of course, was amazing. Oh yeah. yeah. Love Tasia. The yeah. bachelors have been a little lame lately. We had one with uh-huh. like a huge controversy, two like mm-hmm. couldn't even get engaged to the right one. One came out as gay. Like it's just that been like funny. a mess. My mom called it. My mom was like, I think Colton's gay. I was like, what? My mom always knows. But I didn't know. I she called it out. Like even before, like even when we were watching his season. And um, you know, I'm proud of him that he's finally felt like the courage to come out and everything. I think that was really brave yeah. and really, really hard for him. Do you think but we'll I, ever get a gay bachelor? Yeah, I think there needs to be like, uh, oh, it's time. That would be so fun. But realistically, when do you think we can get one? I think there should be one soon, but it shouldn't be someone like Demi, who's not really, you know, a lesbian. She was just like, I don't know. She might be bi, but it's like it needs to be someone that's really committed um, to finding like a gay partner, not like, oh, I can do both. You know what I'm saying? Like, I uh-huh. think that would even if Colton was The Bachelor again, but this time dating men, I would love to see that. I, th- I didn't think he was bad as The Bachelor. I thought he was really good and nice. I think just because everything that happened with Cassie, like off screen, like I don't think that they could ever put him back on the show. But otherwise, it would have been like genius for him that to come back and do it. I know. Um, but I think that would be fun for sure. Yeah. They're doing it. Senior Bachelor, they might as well do a gay one. That would be so much more interesting. I don't want to watch old people dating. I don't think they're actually going to do a Senior Bachelor. They've been saying okay. that for years. Yeah, I've been seeing it pop up and I'm like, oh, I don't think anyone wants to watch the show. <laughs> and what is what is even senior? I feel like senior on The Bachelor is like 40 to yeah. like 40 and up, like Claire Crawley. I know. I was excited <laughs> for Claire because I know her. I've met her so many times and I'm excited that she and Del seem like they're back together now and happy because she's so she's really a nice person, actually, when I met her. She's super sweet and down to earth and um, really wants to have kids and have at least one kid, you know, and have a family and all that. Yeah, so hopefully that works out. I want to play a little game with you called Bachelor Villain Draft. So there's been many villains over the years on The Bachelor, but there's only been one, Erica Rose. You're the OG. So I want to know who 
are, what are your thoughts on some of these bachelor villains in a rapid fire speed round? How do you think they did on the show? So let's start off with Chad Johnson. Chad, I would give out of a one to 10, I'd give him a seven. Okay. What did he do wrong? Um, what he did wrong was just being a little bit too cheesy when he came back to bachelor in paradise and getting too drunk. I didn't like that. Period. Okay. What about Corinne Olympios? Love Corinne. We're like Instagram friends now. I'm going to give her a 10. Um, she was so good on her time on Nick's season. And then on Paradise, I'm going to have to say she um, went down to a five because I don't like that way that whole thing went down. Yeah. I felt bad about it for her. Yeah. What do you think about Tammy from Pilot Pete's season? Oh, I love her. I think she's so funny. She's been like my favorite. She was my favorite thing to watch on Paradise. I'm going to give her a 10. What about Thomas? Do you feel like he got an unfair edit? Yeah, I do think Thomas got a little bit of an unfair edit because he doesn't really seem that mean. Um, so yeah. I'm going to give him a six. Oh, okay. And <laughs> what about Crystal? Crystal, I liked her. Um, I, I felt like she got to redeem herself on Paradise. So as a villain, I loved her with all her glitter and everything like that. I'll give her a nine. Okay. And last one, what about Luke P from Hannah Brown season? Um, I felt like he got an unfairly villain at it. I think he really liked her. I mean, he was definitely a little bit controlling though. And that is not cool. And that is like, I would never want to be with a guy that controlling. So I'm going to give him a four because I don't like controlling guys. <laughs> Period. <laughs> and that is how you play the villain draft. Do you think there was anyone who was iconic as you is the, as the villain category over the years? Or do you feel like you um, just did it first? I think only Corinne. Okay. Was, I don't really feel that she was copying me. I feel like she was her own person. I really like that she had a nanny. I'm like, that's so cute. <laughs> sometimes I think of my kids' nanny. It's like, aren't like, sometimes I'm like, Martina, she's like our nanny too, half the time, just because she'll like cook for us and do things like that. And now I, um, I keep, keep in touch with Corinne. Now she's back in Miami. She was in a relationship. Um, oh, but I guess, ended? Yeah. And I was like, I was happy for her about it. But I told her, when you're ready, girl, I have a friend to set you up with. He's already like, yeah, set me up. So trust me, I don't think she's going to have any problems finding a guy. Honestly. I don't think so I don't either. Think, I think she needs a Jewish guy because, you know, she is Jewish. Oh my. And she's very jappy. And a Jewish guy is going to appreciate that quality in her. And I thought her boyfriend, who is Italian, because that's like the same thing. But uh -huh. I don't know what happened. I think she moved in too fast. But, you know, yeah. who knows what happened on that? She's still young. Yeah. And how did you meet your husband? So it's so crazy. My husband and I actually met um, through friends in high school that we didn't date back then. We were just friends, you know, hung out with like when we went to different high schools, but we hung out with like the same group of friends. And then we went like not went our separate ways, but we both went to colleges elsewhere, went to law schools elsewhere. And then we reconnected like we stayed in touch through Facebook. He was living in Miami. So anytime I was there for whatever reason, he would always notice somehow and be like, hey, I want to meet up. But I was always there for like bachelorette party or like mm -hmm. different things you know so I was always busy so we hadn't we ran into each other once when we were 25 like at my friend's grandfather's funeral literally and he was like you look so good at that funeral I still remember it and I was like that's kind of weird but whatever <laughs> um so I guess I was always on his radar like that and then we reconnected at one of my parents charity events when I had just moved back from LA and my daughter Holland was a baby and he was single and that's how we reconnected Wow. So how old are your kids now? Um, Holland is, she just turned five over the weekend and our daughter Aspen is three. Oh, and what is your favorite thing about motherhood? 
Um, I guess my favorite thing about motherhood is it really just like expands your heart so much and really teaches you how to truly love. And I feel like for me, I needed to, that's why I became a mother first because it had to teach me like unconditional love and receive that back. And then I was ready to find that in someone. And then also I love learning from my daughters. Like my, our younger daughter, Aspen, she's the most, she's a Leo. She's so friendly. She's so outgoing. She always makes everyone feel so good because she says hi to everyone. So I've started acting more like her that way. Um, Cause I used to be like kind of more reserved and waiting for others to say hi to me. And then people would think I was snobby, especially if they'd seen me on the show. I'm like, no, now I might go out of my way to be like very outgoing. And people like are very receptive to that. Of course. I love that. And of course you would have two girls, but are you done having okay. kids? Cause I feel like you need to have a gay son. Yeah, I need to have, exactly. I need to have a gay son. Adopt me. <laughs> that would be so fun. Um, so I might, I mean, we're trying, like, we didn't, we're not, we weren't trying, like, we were literally like not trying, like literally like, you know, doing the methods we could do that weren't permanent to not get pregnant. I wasn't on the pill or anything, but finally, like just in the past month, we were like, now that our kids are three and five and they're like, you know, potty trained and very independent. <laughs> they can cook now. They have phones. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they run their own lives. They do both have their own phones. They have and managers. <laughs> yeah. But Amazing. like now it's like, I think they're actually both be excited. Like for Holland's birthday wish, she told me she wished for a baby and I would love it to be a boy. I already have his name picked out. Are you going to share here? Do we have a Zachary reality okay. exclusive? So I would love to have a boy named Kingston. Ooh, very on brand. Yeah, he would have a crown everywhere. It would be yes. so cute. Oh my God. <laughs> and are you, right. still in, are you still in Houston? Yeah, we're in Houston. We also have an office in Dallas as well. So I love going out to Dallas um, for our Dallas office. And I met some of the Dallas housewives when I was there. Became friends with Deandra, but I was sad to find out that it was canceled. But then I heard there might be a San Antonio housewives, which um, San Antonio would be fun because it's really pretty out there. And it's very Latina. And I think that would be an interesting flavor for how I think they had a Texacanas show. It lasted like one season. I know. So I don't know if that rumor about the San Antonio housewife is true. I thought the Dallas was good, honestly. I was like, hey, maybe Me I too. Can. Well, why didn't, yeah, I was going to ask you, would you no, ever want to be a housewife? It wasn't canceled forever. What happened is they just didn't green light this next season. So it's, they could always bring it back, but they kind of wanted to take a break because I think, they felt like some of the cast was getting boring and one of them wanted to leave. Brandy wanted to leave anyways. And Tiffany's like originally from New York. She was like the best of the cast, but mm-hmm. recently she was joking in an interview that she would take Ramona's spot on the New York housewives. She was like, I'll move back to New York and take Ramona's place. Cause I think she's leaving who knows, but yeah, my goal after we opened the Dallas office and I was like, I met, you know, Deandra at this party back in June. I was, and she was even, pushing for me to be on there she was like oh she just thought it would be so fun if you're on because like she needed someone new to have her back because that girl Carrie was being so like obsessed with her and so mean to her and I was like I'll have your back because we have a mutual (laughs) good friend in Houston so that's also yeah best friends is also one of her best friends so I felt like it would be a good fit um but even as like friend of vibes like you still could have yeah even as a friend of because I would like tell people off that were being a bitch to her because that's my personality I'd love to like to, if someone's bothering one of my friends, I love to like be mean mm-hmm. to them, friend, you know? Oh my God, you haven't changed one bit. <laughs> well, obviously like you've matured a lot and you're so mm-hmm. successful, but you're still like the same Erica Rose that we fell in love with. What other housewives are you watching right now? Do you want to dive into Salt Lake City a yeah. little bit? Yeah, so I'm watching Salt Lake City and also Beverly Hills right now. 
what are your thoughts on like Erica and Sutton? Where do you kind of stand on that? What do you think of Crystal? I mean, I've been such a big fan of Erica this whole time. And I don't really like Sutton because I actually agree with Erica that she is very small town. It's funny because she doesn't seem like Beverly Hills, but she reminds me of people I know even in Houston that came from like another small town. They didn't come from Houston. They came from like Beaumont, this small town in Texas. And they're uh -huh. all about like their impressions and society and the junior league. And, and I think I agree with Erica. That's so small town. Um, I mean, I get where Sutton's coming from, but like she would not be involved if she stopped asking at this point, she wouldn't be involved in the legalities because unless Erica was like, like when they're on camera, it's not like she's releasing confidential information. I did hear that Lisa Rinna was like subpoenaed or something. I don't know if it's true. Yeah. But I do feel like, yeah, of course, sometimes Erica's stories are inconsistent, but at the same time, she's probably constantly finding out new information and her lawyers are probably coaching her and saying like, yeah, you need to say this, that. So I don't think she's, I've always thought of her as like kind of an honest person. I mean, she was always honest about her past and everything. I'm hoping to see her come out on top, honestly. And I like Crystal. Yeah. I think she's funny. I think she's bitchy. Um, I totally like how she thinks of her bags as good investments. I'm like, I think <laughs> the same thing. So I'm all about that argument. <laughs> I feel like Sutton needs to just stop asking so much personal questions. And I also think Sutton just needs a backbone. I think Erica uh -huh. could be intimidating, obviously. Like she's the yeah. most loud, she's the loudest, most aggressive one in the room. Mm -hmm. But Sutton needs to stop like poking at her. Like what is yeah. the point of it? She needs to chill out. Like, we need to know more about Sutton. Like who is she dating? Like literally, she, like, does she have kids? Like, yeah, like she, I like she's always putting herself in other people's business, but never sharing. And I don't like that's a busy. Like I don't like people like that. Like if you're gonna be snooping in other people's lives, you need to share your own life, you know. And my favorite yeah. is I really love Dorit because I think she's so pretty, and she has the best style, and her kids are really cute. Uh, if I was gonna compare you to Housewives, I would literally compare you to Dorit or maybe Cameron Westcott. How did yeah, you feel about that? I agree with that. My other friend thinks that about Cameron, and we happen to be Facebook friends, but she's like never on there anymore. But we have mutual friends um, from college. She went to SMU, I think, and a bunch of my friends went there, so we're the same age. Um, and I feel like I would be friends with her definitely with Cameron. Who would you rather um, defend in court, Jen Shaw or Erica Jane? Erica, 100%. I would happily defend Erica in court easily oh um, because I would like have a good time making that argument that he was hiding everything from her, you know, and yeah, he was helping pay for her business, but it's not like she knew that he owed all these victims money, that he owed his law partners money, like he kept all that separated. So I would happily defend her. I don't know about defending Jen Shaw because I just don't know enough about it legally. Like, it's hard for me to know what exactly she did. I know someone said it was like a pyramid scheme, but at the same time, I don't know if that's really illegal because like, I know people that sell all this stuff for like, it works or I don't even know that's still a thing, but they're always like selling, you know, those products like online. Mm. They were at least like five years ago. And it's like, well, that was a pyramid scheme. So was Jen doing anything worse? I really just don't know. Honestly. Jen seems, she seems like she's fine. Like she's posting, yeah. like she's not in jail. Like, I don't think that's she was- not. Was she I charged? Don't I don't really know. Like at first they acted like it was really serious. And then maybe they realized what she was doing was not really bad because that's just the way that pyramid schemes work, you know? And, and yeah. so I don't really think she was doing, like, I don't know what happened with her or who reported, reported yeah. her. I definitely think it was one of the cast. Like they were saying in that episode, they were like, who told them where we were filming? Who would you think it was if it had it to It could be. be, I don't think any of the cast told uh, on Jen I don't see why they would want to do that I think that they're a, a tv show that was filming in a public parking lot yeah, and anyone could find out 
Yeah, who's so, your favorite on that cast? I like Heather the most, but I also love Meredith as well. Uh, but I want to kind of I want to ask what you think about this whole Meredith Brooks situation because I'm at the point where it's like I feel like Brooks needs to have a sit down with Jen because yeah. I like that Meredith is defending her son, but I feel like Brooks like he got himself involved in the drama. He's 22 years old. He's like my favorite character on the show. But don't you think he's being a little <laughs> bit of like no, I love him too, and I yeah. want to love him more. But don't you think he needs to stand up for himself? Yeah, I think he needs to stand up for himself. I can understand how he's a little scared of Jen because like I wouldn't be scared of Erica, but I would personally be scared of Jen because she has like a very aggressive spirit. Um, and so, and she could like, she's like a different kind of bitch where she can like cut a, like cut you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she's like a bitch that seems like she could fight. And so of course she wouldn't do that to him, but I mean, he's young and like, you know, it's intimidating, but yeah, I would love to have, to see them have a sit down because it is kind of awkward for Meredith to have to always be defending him. Cause that's not, she's not really a fighting personality. It doesn't seem like to me, you know, no. but I like her, but I also like Whitney Rose. I think she's so fun. What she do you think of Mary? Mary? Um, I don't really like her very much. I don't know, I get bored with her pushing all of her religion on everyone. I mean, I guess that's her thing, but she's like, I'm Jesus. Or like, do you her like her closet? Yeah, I do like her closet. I didn't, her tagline is like, if you come for me, I'll have Jesus after you. I'm like, I don't even think that's a thing. Like, I've never heard of Jesus like coming after people. He's yeah. not really a vindictive person or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't yeah. make sense to me, girl. But I think she's good for the show because I always think it's yeah. good to have people on TV that have no idea about TV. Like, you want to yeah. have hardcore <laughs> reality TV fans, but then you also want to have the people that are so out of touch. Yeah, I it just doesn't seem saying. like, it just doesn't Actually, seem like they know what they're doing. It's kind of awkward. So I guess that's a good thing. I wouldn't yeah. be friends with her, but she is good for the show. Yeah. So how did you find yourself on Bravo sailing yacht below deck? So it's so funny, but um, somehow one of the casting producers, her name's Tracy, was always reaching out to me about it. And like before COVID, it was like a really expensive price. But also before that, my friends and I were always just so busy, like with other trips and like kids and stuff and just like work life and just everything. And so she reached out to me um, summer of 2020 about it. And she was like, we're doing this amazing deal. It's like so cheap. Like basically you, bear, you don't really even pay for anything. And like just the tip, like basically. Um, and if you want to upgrade your flight, which we did, but she, and also we thought that they made the quarantine part seem fun um, because that was before the vaccine was a thing. Mm. So they're like, we're going to put you in this gorgeous villa because you have to, since then you had to quarantine before getting on the yacht. And so it's like, um, she was like, it's the nicest villa. They pretended like it was so nice. So we're like, oh, it's a bonus vacay. That sounds amazing. Um, and it was fine. But honestly, I think the name Villa was not the right. It was like a condo. Um, and they, they told us, yeah, I'm sure you'll be able to. She's like, yeah, they don't really want you guys going into town, but you'll be able to. Don't worry about it. Um, no. First of all, we were staying in like a random part of Croatia before we got on the yacht, like not even in a city. And they literally had an armed guard. Um, he was nice. We became friends with him. But he was there to make sure we didn't leave. And also because I feel like it was a shady neighborhood. So he was there for like many different reasons. But like, no, there was literally no leaving the premises, like at all. Like we had to do like the Croatian version of Uber Eats to like get all of our food. Oh, and God. Yeah, and the Wi-Fi was like so bad at that villa. We couldn't That's even watch no. Netflix. Like we could barely use our phones. So we were starting to like, fight with each other back then like at the villa I mean when you stick eight women there it's like 
you know, it was like mm-hmm. the producers were laughing because they said we weren't the only group to come aboard the yacht with Artie Drama. And she was like, you know, we should have put cameras up in the quarantine. That seems like it would have been a funny show, like quarantined in Croatia, yeah, you know? So it was just funny by the time we got in the yacht, like my friends and I were trying to like, just have fun. But then like, of course, things were edited and other drama came out of like things that did, like one of our friends said behind my back and things oh, like no. that. Yeah. And so that's why I feel like watching it could seem like, why did you randomly get mad at your friend like that? <laughs> well, luckily they edited that part out because it was airing uh, people's dirty laundry, not mine, others. But it's like, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, of course, there's more like we wouldn't have been so mad with just what happened on the boat. That wouldn't have made sense, you know? Yeah, and this sure. year, and my husband and I actually just went back, um, over this past summer, this time it was in Spain and it was the same Captain Glenn and Daisy's there, but I can't say everyone that came back and didn't come back. I mean, obviously the girls that were pregnant weren't there, but um, it was so much nicer, honestly. I think Spain was nicer. And then also being with my husband was nice. And I brought my best friend from home, Haley, who's also like married and she's a mom. So like there was people like trying to have drama in our group, but like any time there was a drama that didn't, like it never involved me this time. So Haley'd be like, we're just over here having fun. Like, and someone would try to pull me aside and Haley's like, no, we're not doing that. So it was like a very chill trip. And we all had to be vaccinated um, and got get tested before and after, but we didn't have to quarantine. So for my kids, it was like, I was only gone five or six days this time, which was like ideal, honestly. Yeah. So you have been on reality TV for like 15 years. Is this something <laughs> you want to continue to do for the rest of your life you want to be a housewife or would you rather would you. when are you gonna when are you gonna retire reality tv or never oh my husband knows it's always been my goal to like be a real housewife so he knew I was sad when the Dallas one got canceled since that was like my newest goal yeah but it might it might come back and I don't think I don't know if they'll ever do a Houston one you never know or Austin yeah or Austin exactly because we we also have an office in McAllen but I can't see them doing one there honestly not much goes down but our goal is to eventually you know have offices everywhere in Texas because you can do that easily now with virtual stuff and you know you can zoom when you're not there and all that Mm -hmm. stuff so as long as it's in Texas they could count on me I'm just kidding yes we need to it will be fun to have my husband like when he come when the our below deck airs people will see he has a really fun personality he was being more dramatic than I was to be honest he's no like when he's not at work yeah when he's not at work he's a lot of fun and he was actually getting into a fight with my former hairdresser to the point where like <laughs> I can't even go to her for hair anymore if I'm no and at the time I remember I, it will be funny if this part airs because I was like babe I just don't want to lose Janelle as a hairdresser it was like so hard for me to find a good hairdresser. Like you cannot fight with her. And that was like all I cared about. But he just like the two of them were just like fighting. They're both Gemini's. And so it was like a problem. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> well, we need to see you on Housewives in the next few years. Maybe it will take five years, maybe 10 years, but um, it's, it's like definitely happening. Yeah. Like the housewives, there's a ton in their forties. Most of them. I mean, there's not even as many in their thirties. So it's like, that's a good thing about housewives. You don't age out of it. Exactly. And what do you have going on? Like, today with everything you're doing what are you like working towards like what's well, going on with your law firm we're making a lot of marketing videos I was approached recently um and I can't really talk about it but because it's not even anything yet but just mm-hmm. to put together a group of other lawyers for like a potential project and I put together a good group but it's harder sometimes when you have to find um, males and females because um like my husband for example he loved to film on a yacht but he's like I don't want cameras bothering me when I'm like negotiating, you know, and settling a case. So really serious attorneys um, don't have time for that. 
So I think people always say, why hasn't there been a show about lawyers? There's married to medicine and there's million dollar listing about realtors. And I think that's kind of the issue with lawyers. I mean, part of our practice is entertainment media law. So like, of course, like some of my entertainment clients would love to be on camera because Mm -hmm. they aren't like super famous yet. You know what I mean? So like they're rappers and they're like beats producers and guys like that here in Houston, super talented and young, but for them exposure is good. So they're like, yeah, I told them about this opportunity. And um, one of my clients was like, his name's X'd out, but he was like, you can count me in. Because for him, like all the exposure he can get right now is important to show off his talents before he signs like a major deal, you know, yeah, for sure. So I would awesome. love that because I think it would be good for my clients as well, even if okay. we produce our own thing about, about like the law practice or something, because it's funny working with your husband. Um, sometimes we'll fight, not usually at work, we don't fight, but then it's like, if we're mad about something at the office, then we can fight about it at home. We, awesome. said we, we have gotten better. Awesome. Well, it's been so much fun chatting with you about all so much reality shows. Where can everyone follow you? Okay. So my um, Instagram is at Erica the Rose. Okay. That's perfect. the best way to keep up with me. I barely ever tweet anymore. Okay. Well, everyone has to follow Erica and we'll leave all of your links down below so everyone can check you out. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. That was my podcast with Erica Rose. What a treat. What a dream to celebrate 24 episodes of the podcast. Erica Rose so iconic, so hilarious, such a good time. I I really hope you guys got a kick out of this podcast. I could not stop laughing the entire time. As always, if you want to support the podcast, please give us a five stars in the podcast app, leave a review, like this video on YouTube, subscribe to my channel, follow me on Instagram and check my TikTok for all of the reality TVT. And I will catch you guys next week. Maybe not next week, the week after. I think I need to take a week off from the podcast because things have been so crazy. And there's going to be so much more exciting things coming up. So thank you guys as always for supporting me and have a great weekend. Bye.